The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the ninth chapter. Mark writes, And when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, What are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth, and he becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out, and the boy was like a corpse so that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Please be seated. Dear saints, in today's gospel, Jesus triumphs in spiritual warfare, a miracle performed by casting out a demon. Now, to add a bit of context to the scene that we have before us today in the scriptures, Please note that the last time that we were in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, was in 
was on the second Sunday in February. The Sunday just prior to Ash Wednesday in the beginning of the season of Lent. The transfiguration has just occurred where God proclaims, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And Jesus and the three disciples, Peter, James, and John, they are descending from the high place and they are confronted with this scene that we have in our text today. Jesus casting out this evil demon. Now for us, this spiritual ailment is almost unrelatable. Because we can explain away, you see, with our own reason, our own science, our own experiences, the afflictions that face most of us and all people. In our world, people exhibit many weird and odd behaviors. Still, we almost always come up with some explanation for them, often traceable to illnesses, mental disorders, physical ailments, injuries, diseases. Perhaps it's hereditary or even it's because of a horrible upbringing. No matter the affliction, there seems to be a reason for it. Never do we assume that people who behave like the boy in today's reading have demons that are controlling them causing their pain and suffering, their affliction. Spiritual warfare and battles demand miracles of faith. Faith to be overcome, and here is why. For we must rely on what the scriptures reveal to us the inspired words of God, not on our own reason or what our lives teach us. For what do we know about evil, about the fallen angels, the evil spirits, and the demons? Most of us only believe in them because God's word tells us of them, not because a friend of ours or maybe a a family member of ours has suffered from demon possession at least that we know of. We haven't experienced this. Oh, baptized saints, grave spiritual perils surround us all. And the scriptures warn us about adversaries, the evil foe and the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the authorities against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Ephesians 6.12 The Bible instructs us about evil powers in creation. And they are more forbidable than we can even imagine. No, we don't like this. It doesn't make sense to us. We consider ourselves to be well-sophisticated, enlightened, and technologically advanced people of reason, of science. We've got our own knowledge. Nevertheless, 
please learn of and believe these dangers are most certainly true and they are definitely real. Now in our gospel reading today, a man, he comes to Jesus. A spirit inside my son makes him mute, unable to talk, so I brought him to you, dear teacher. Whenever this demonic being seizes him, he falls to the ground and foams and grinds his teeth and he turns rigid. And all too often the demon casts him into a fire or the water trying to destroy him. So if you can do anything, show concern, have compassion and help us. This statement appears to astonish our Lord. Listen to him. If you can. So Jesus responds by speaking life into this man and into you and me. All things are possible for one who believes. Contemplate what Jesus is saying here. Often we presume that he is directing this poor, despairing father to work up a full-bodied faith inside himself. Yes, I will heal your son if you will only believe that this can happen. In other words, try harder at believing and just have more faith. It's like someone telling you that you just need to trust them. It's not something that you can will yourself to do trust, love, or respect, they come with time and they are earned. That can't be commanded. Ponder Jesus' words. All things are possible for one who believes. The Lord isn't telling this despondent father to believe more. No, he is referring to himself. Jesus, the Christ, Christ alone, who he is and what he does. Listen to him. Now, earlier, this broken man crumples down before Jesus, praying, if you can do anything, help us, show pity on us. This man is placing all of his hopes and his abilities on Jesus. If you can, and if you are able, he please. And Jesus, and Jesus again, his capabilities, not the fathers of the boy, draws in these desperate prayers. So what does Jesus do? He echoes what the man voices to him verbatim. If you can. By repeating what the man said to him, Jesus is also speaking about his own abilities, the abilities of Jesus Christ alone in the same way that the man did. So Jesus repeats his words. If you can telling him, of course I can. And I am able, for I am full of compassion for you and your son. Listen to him. 
Such a beautiful picture that Jesus paints for us here. Reflect on how he can do this deed for this man and his son. How can this exorcism take place? And don't miss his explanation. This act is feasible for one who believes. Listen to him. However, lost in our own language, our own translations are the shades and the different meanings for the verb believe. Pisteo in the Greek. For not only does this word mean to trust in or to place your faith in something, but it also means to be faithful. So Jesus isn't talking about the Father's belief, though he is to believe. No, Jesus is pointing to his faithfulness with a capital H, the faith of Jesus. All things are possible for Jesus because he is trustworthy in the tasks his heavenly father gives him to do because he is the faithful one. Listen to him and realize this. Jesus doesn't require your belief to achieve the impossible when he says something is possible for someone who is faithful. No, he is enlightening you to receive the gifts and the benefits from the magnitude of his faith-filled acts. For before any faith stirred within you, Christ's faithfulness always acted first. First things first. To fear, love, and trust in God above all things. And this is what Luther is explaining to us in the small catechism to the third article of the creed. When he states, I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gift, gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. It is his belief that we are enlightened with. And his faithfulness that gives us peace. Listen to him. So this man, he comes to Jesus praying for his son's healing. Be benevolent. Be compassionate. If you can do anything. And the man next listens to Jesus' declaration about himself. All things are all things become possible for the one who is faithful. Though a full flesh and blood man, truly man, our incarnate Lord Jesus is also pure divinity, true God. So the most mysterious and indescribable forces of evil can never stand against him, our dear Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So what Jesus says goes. And when he speaks, what he says becomes reality. His words are performative. He is the almighty God, maker of heaven and earth. Listen to him. And remember, Jesus and the man with the demon-possessed son. After hearing this wondrous truth about Jesus, 
the man at once immediately changes his plea, his prayer. Lord, I do believe. Help my unbelief. With his no-nonsense response, he understands and he states the truth. My faith and faithfulness aren't strong enough. So I never outgrow my need for you, Lord, including my believing. Yes, only you fear love and trust in God above all else. Not so for me, dear Lord. So I must trust you to do my believing for me and grant such belief to me as I also need to trust you and everything else. So Jesus commands the evil spirit, come out of him. And after crying like an impotent child and taking one last brazen shot at the boy, the demon comes out. Now, if the word of Jesus is so compelling against such evil spirits, how much more potent is the word of Christ against your demons, your sins, your wickedness, your failures and your misdeeds? Listen to him. Your failings may afflict you. They may crush you. They may hinder you and cause great doubt. Perhaps one sin haunts you worst and won't let go of you. But this is no matter for Jesus. For as significant and as insurmountable we may think our afflictions to be, Jesus isn't bothered by their size nor their weight. For Jesus raised them all. The transgressions of the entire world on his back as he carried the cross towards the hill of death. The cross that we are centered on. Lift high the cross. By the power of his word, Jesus defeats the demon. Be grateful that he conquers your sins in the same way. Come out and be gone. Listen to him. Dear saints, this exorcism isn't the only spiritual miracle in today's gospel. The other is the gift of faith to which the boy's father gave voice. I believe. And the second half, half of that, help my unbelief. It shows in such clarity one's faith is a divine act, something that only God can provide through Christ alone. The man asks Jesus to give him what he cannot produce himself, admitting and confessing the sinner inside himself who doesn't believe. By our own strength and our own faculties, we are powerless to stand in faith. Help my unbelief exposes our ever-present misgivings and mistrust towards God, which are nagging temptations that every Christian experiences. We may wonder if uncertainty and distrusts are worse enemies than the devil and his demons are. But by a single order from Jesus, the hellish being in the boy departed and never returned. Come out of him and never enter again, you mute and deaf spirit. Listen to him. 
No doctor or pastor has probably ever identified you as someone full of demons. Still, be honest with yourself. In your life, you often become the man who took his worries to Jesus, who tore open his heart in truthfulness. Lord, help my unbelief. The way that we survive much of the evil and sinful experiences of this world is through faith in Christ alone. Though this is true, our trust in Jesus will still surge and fall like an ocean tide. The weather is sunny and warm and our reliance on God is soaring one day, but a day later the storms of life beat and batter us and our faith trembles and shakes as you drown in a sea of sin-born suspicion, doubt, and worry. Non-belief and skepticism are subtle, craftier, and more persistent than demon possession. But the demon only needs one decree from Christ. The demon knows Christ and his power. Not so for our wavering faith, which requires the enduring help of God's almighty word. For though we are saints, we are also still sinners, terrorized by the old Adam who still remains within us. So make this your daily prayer. I believe, dear Lord, help my unbelief. These kinds cannot be cast out by anything but prayer. Your Christ, your mediator, Jesus will answer your plea for help. Listen to him. Remember when Jesus talked about being faithful, he was referring to himself, Christ alone, not the young boy's father or even you. In this way, he reminds and assures you he is steadfast and loyal. Though your faith may waver, Jesus meets God's perfect standards of holiness and righteousness for you. Recognize your Lord wants you to understand this and listen to him. So when your faith does falter, find peace in his faithfulness, not yours. Where your trust in Christ runs thin, he covers you with a thick baptismal blanket. Where your confidence in Jesus wavers and weakens, his trustworthiness on your behalf never wanes or wearies. Dear saints, last week's gospel told us about someone's physical healing. And in kindness, Jesus healed the deaf and mute man. The man's ears were opened. Ephatha. His tongue became functional and he spoke in clear, understandable words. Mark 7, 35. In today's gospel, Jesus worked a spiritual miracle, performing an exorcism and casting out a demon, a demon which had caused muteness and deafness in a young child. Physical and spiritual, the truth is the same and the truth will set you free for Jesus Christ is Lord of all in him 
Everything is put back into its place, cleansed and purified and made right by the word that he speaks. Listen to him. It's not what we do or even what the disciples thought that they could do. It's always about Christ, Christ alone. In both body and spirit, your Lord did all of his saving deeds and miracles for you, which he still does each Lord's day. Thy will be done. Put your faith in Jesus Christ alone. Pray for your unbelief. Cast away your expectations and your own reason. And on the last day, he will complete all when he calls forth your body to live with him for all eternity. Don't miss these precious words from today's holy gospel. Jesus took him by the hand and he lifted him up and he arose. Yes, the resurrection certainly awaits you as well and have hope in that new hope. Not because you met God's impossible standards, you become righteous or holy by your own account, but because of the faithfulness of Jesus, your Christ, Christ alone who achieved what you are incapable of doing yourself. For all things are possible in the one who believes. This is where your faith now comes in, which fears, loves, and trusts in God above all things. Though his works of grace and mercy by Jesus Christ, Christ alone, he is sufficient for you. He is your everything. Believe in him. Listen to him. Listen to him and allow him to sustain your tongue. Call on him. Plead to him. Pray. Help my unbelief. Cast out my doubt. Pray for his belief, his faith, and his peace. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding. May it guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.